She's on the money. She's on the money. <laughs> Hello and welcome to She's on the Money, the podcast for millennials who want financial freedom. Welcome to another one of our Friday drinks episodes where we celebrate the money wins and confessions from our She's on the Money community because there are always so many great money wins and confessions that are shared every single week in our Facebook group. And the team and I, even though we are in lockdown from home, spend a very big part of our days and weeks talking about the things that you guys share in our group Slack chat, not the office because we're not there. But this episode is all about celebrating you guys and the successes that you have and having more positive and constructive conversations around money. So let's jump straight into it. Tony, what happened in this week's Money Diary? Um, So this week's Money Diary, we talked to a lovely young lady who um, has had a pretty rough go of it. She had pretty rough upbringing. Um, Her mum introduced her to credit and credit cards quite early in her life Um, and now is actually has come through all of that and is now killing it. Um, And she said, oh, I'm a waitress and I do all this stuff. And we're like, oh, okay, where do you work? And then she rattled off the um the cost per hour for her to work topless or in a bathing suit and we realized that she's actually a stripper and she totally owns it she fully backs her career it was oh we loved it we just didn't see it coming here I am thinking she's gonna be like yeah so I work at La Porchetta and I was like that is not La Porchetta and she didn't mention it in her email at all so it was really really cool to get a perspective from a job that people don't talk about a lot and I mean definitely has a stigma attached to if you do that job it's because of desperation it's not a choice but our money diarist this week actually expressed over and over that she actually loves what she does and she makes bank while she's doing it as well she's so absolutely making bank. <laughs> but also she was so smart and so delightful and just one of those people that tony and i walked away from that interview being like oh my god i want to be her friend she was so nice but i think it's important to really just point out that you know these roles exist and there are lots of women in our shoes on the money community lots of people actually in the community that have roles in the sex work industry and I even have lots of clients that work in the sex work industry and they are genuinely some of the nicest people you will ever meet because I think they've always been faced with such adversity and so many stereotypes that they are the last people to ever judge you they like so wholesome and I literally love them for that because I just feel like they're the type of people that you just want to be good friends with and feel like you could tell anything to And V, some of the stories that you have about clients and how successful they are, it's so easy for us to go, oh, you know, what are they doing? And then you're like, well, I'll tell you what they're doing very well for themselves. Yeah, exactly. And I love it. I think as well, it's just about opening up the conversations around those jobs that people don't really know enough about and just have this, you know, disillusioned idea from assumptions. Yeah. Assumptions, watching TV and, um, and our money diarist actually said, you know, when I tell people what I do, they just assume I'm a drug addict, but I'm not that person. And I really hope that people listened to that and that that changed maybe an idea that they had in their head around someone that works in sex work or stripping or exotic dancing because it's so much more than what it seems. 
Yeah, exactly. And we were talking about it offline after with Our Money Diarist. And I likened it to the financial services industry in that, yeah, there are some pretty bad stereotypes about our industry. And you're right, there are some really bad eggs, but not everybody in the industry is a bad egg. And it's really mean to then stereotype them based on that experience or that assumption, which is not true. So yeah, we'll we'll move away from here. We're really passionate about it, but it's summarize this sex work is real work and we respect it to the end of the earth Mm -hmm. and so v this week's deep dive how'd we go so this week's deep dive was a good one we have tackled the topic before but you can never tackle navigating finances as a couple enough times because there is no one size fits all approach yeah so talking about it this week was just really interesting because there's always different perspectives on how you should manage money with your partner and i think that the outcome of that was there isn't actually a right or a wrong. I spoke about how I manage money with my partner and how, you know, Georgia might not manage money in the same way. And usually we'd ask Georgia, you know, what happened on the deep dive. But this week, five people on a Zoom would have just been far, far too much. So, (laughs) Tony and Ryan, well done. You made the cut. made the cut. (laughs) Hey, V, is it fair to say when you say there's no right or wrong answer, would your answer also change over time? Like as your relationship changes, you would have to update how you do it. So it's not even finding the right one for you, but more finding the right one for you now and then reconsidering every 12, 18 months or so. Yeah, absolutely. Everything changes, right? And I think that that's a really important point that you bring up because, you know, I use myself as an example here, but you know, Steve and I never shared finances until we had a mortgage. And now we have a mortgage. That was kind of a catalyst for us to change that and make a decision based on what was going on there. So, you know, it might be a trigger like having kids or changing something. But in saying that doesn't mean you need shared finances. You just might find it easy. You might love doing that and that's okay. But I think there's nothing wrong with never sharing your finances with your partner as long as you're open and honest about what is in your bank accounts and you're not actually hiding anything or hiding debt or you're spending habits from them because Mm -hmm. that's then completely negative. Yeah. Well, there's a couple of hundred comments on the post in the Facebook group that you posted, V, and it feels like there's a couple of hundred different ways to go about it that all work well for them. (laughs) So, it's actually interesting reading through going, oh, this works well for us. It's completely different for you guys. Oh, we do the complete opposite and we've found this works well for us because of this situation and whatever. So, just reading through that thread and seeing all the different ways you can get still a really great result was actually fascinating to see all the different ones in it. Yeah, but what I learned from all of that, and I guess the best summary of that is, is the key to navigating couples' finances is actually communication and talking to your partner about how you feel and talking to your partner about what you want to do versus what they want to do and deeply understanding why they make decisions around money and how they do that. And I think that that's where we should all start, not, oh, hey, I read in the Facebook group that someone does it this way and they say it works and because we're the same age, we should do that. Like that's absolutely not the case. Talk to your partner. What are they comfortable with? What are you comfortable with? It's actually nobody else's business how you manage money with your partner. Yeah, so stop asking, Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ryan, I think it is time to get into your Ryan's Community Money Wins. Yeah, there's a slight twist on the money wins this week. No, no twists. No twists. (laughs) Jasmine posted in the group, what are your best savings hacks? Which I guess a good saving hack is a money win still, right? We, that still counts? All right. That might be better. So, you have okay. you picked your favourite from that thread instead this week. Yeah, I have. And there's a little side game to play as we go through. I want to know if... Yes. <laughs> I want to know if any of us feel attacked with any of the specific hacks. <laughs> and oh. you'll know what I mean when we get to them. 
Okay. All right, number one. This is from Nomsa. She says, just because something is on special doesn't mean you are saving. Yeah, amen. That's a great I, I definitely agree yeah. with that one. It's a way that I convince myself I need things, so I feel attacked. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Not, not that attached, though. I definitely do that because I go like, oh, my God, this thing that's normally $2,000 is $1,500. And my boyfriend, Torbs, goes, yeah, but do you want to spend $1,500 anyway? I'm like, you're so smart. No. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Who taught him finances? (laughs) He's a genius. Jessica says, my savings hack is to never step foot inside a Kmart. (laughs) And that got a lot of likes That's a very good point. That's a good hack. I've actually recently started, and I don't know if this is a good or bad thing, but I've had to start muting and unfollowing brand Instagram pages that I really like because whenever they post, I really like their aesthetic and their vibe and things like that. And I just find that I buy so much stuff and I can't even blame it on sponsored advertising because I'm putting it into my own feed. So I'm like, okay, (laughs) I've got to take it out. I'm doing this to myself. I'm zucking myself because I'm literally putting putting it into to my own eyeline. So I've had to start unfollowing and muting all these accounts. That's my hack. Oh, um, good hack, Tony. <laughs> Maddie's hack, and this is straight at me, eat the food you have in your own house before you go and buy takeaway food. Okay, Maddie, nobody asked. Yeah. I nobody asked that specific tip. But um, my Uber Eats orders, especially over the last week, I uh, would say that I don't have food at home when that is not true. Yeah, aren't you having Provador tonight for dinner? I, I am actually having Provador for dinner tonight. I felt like for a little bit of context, our whole Sheets on the Money team is based in Melbourne and all of us are in lockdown right now. And <laughs> this week's been a bit challenging for me. And so yesterday I decided that I would order a fancy dinner on Provador for my partner and I. And after this recording, guys, we are having date night. <laughs> Treat Ooh, yourself. That Yay. is cute. That is yeah, awesome. Yeah, but it's just I guess it doesn't even matter that we're having Provador for dinner. Like, that is quite fancy. I think it's like $100, and I guess that's my money confession this week, just jumping ahead for a second. But I think it is actually really important while we're in lockdown to just, you know, appreciate food and use that as kind of an event. And if you've got a partner and you're at home or you've got some housemates, instead of just eating dinner, like, go and sit at the table and have a conversation and get a deck of cards out or get a board game out and kind of make an evening of it because, you know, lockdown is really hard on us and you might not feel like doing it, but I guarantee you'll feel a lot better having done something instead of just another night eating dinner in front of the TV on the couch. And I just think that, you know, regardless of what you're eating, even if you're having like honey sandwiches for dinner, like just get up and eat it somewhere different in your house and just kind of make a a vibe of it. That's that's a really good idea. Speaking of feeling attacked, Victoria saying to eat dinner at the actual table is one of the most aggressive things I've ever heard. I know. That's like your mum yelling at you to clean your room because dinner's ready. Like, um, like we're coming out and you were eating dinner as a family. Like, yeah, Fine, but like we'll do it. your mum always called you out for dinner before it was actually ready. She'd like oh. call you out of the room and be like, hey, Victoria, dinner's ready. And you'd like run down thinking dinner was ready. Yeah. In actual fact, she wanted you to set the table. Yeah. Well, maybe that was just you, Victoria, because she knew you were always late. <laughs> oh. So so oh, today so on Attacking true. Victoria. Wow. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Let's push on and attack some other people instead. Hey, uh, Barbara said, 
This is actually really impressive. Barbara said, my goal in 2021 was to not buy work lunches. And so far, five months in, I haven't bought a single lunch. I've food prepped and I've planned ahead and I've had leftovers from last night's dinner. Not a single lunch this year, Barbara. What a savings hack that is. Barbara. That's impressive. Do you know what? You know how we were attacking people on this episode? Hey, Ryan, remember how you said you weren't going to buy a takeaway coffee? So coming up next, we've got a money. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, you can see me on the screen now. What am I holding? Yeah, a, a takeaway coffee. Yep, yep. Guilty but as charged. Are you still charged. investing your five dollars a day or whatever? I am. It goes into spaceship still. So it's well um, done. Thank you. I'll take. Yes, Must it's a win. Nice. I agree. So My, you're buying a coffee and saving the money? Gosh, unrelatable yeah, content. Doing pretty good. Um, <laughs> Moira says every few months I go with my mum to Costco and that has saved us a fortune since we've started doing it. It's we, we put it in the calendar. So it's like, yep, once we go, yep, in five weeks we'll go again on a Sunday. We get one of those big trolleys and she gets like big chickens for the family and big because it's Costco's all kind of bulk buy, right? Yeah. And she said yeah. the amount of money we've saved – uh, is awesome, but she said it's also even though it's a big day, the one day we do it, then it's done for the month. It's all in the freezer, good to go. We've saved a heap of time and a heap of money. I've got a question. Earlier, mm-hmm. we said, should we just buy things because they're cheap? No, that's what I would do if I went to Costco. I don't need a coffin, but they sell them there, so I would <laughs> buy one. Like I'd be like, oh, just in case. Like I just, if I went to Costco, I'm gonna buy a hundred of those dollar hot dogs out the front, and I don't need those hot dogs. I am that person, Tony. Last time I went, I ended up buying a one kilo tub of peanut butter filled pretzels. Yeah. Like I didn't need that, but you I saw it that. and I needed it. <laughs> and you're like, wow, it's such good value. It'd be rude not to. And then you end up with a kilo's exactly. worth of pretzels, a coffin, and ten dog kennels. I don't need all these. Cost me money not to buy. <laughs> they also have really good socks, so I always buy the socks, but I don't need those. You're so, like, I, yeah, I've I, saved I, so much money, I've basically made money, and that's just not how it works. <laughs> it isn't how it works, but I think that maybe Costco is for people who have a little more self-restraint than we do, Tony. The final savings hack is from Carmela, who like a lot of us, lockdown is helping her save. And she said, because now I don't get white girl wasted every single weekend and waste money on designer shears that I like to wear to the clubs. So the the drinks and the clothes is saving me a fortune. Well, I'm very proud. Yeah. That's a great hack. That required a lot of saving, but also arguably a lot of self-reflection as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we are back. But before we get into money wins and confessions, Tony, there was a very interesting post in our Facebook group recently about no spend May. What was going on with that? So someone in our community posted about the idea of doing a no spend May. And before you say, oh my God, so how are you going to live and pay rent and eat and all those things? I'm pretty sure that what it boiled down to was that your bills and your rent and your utilities and all of those things can be paid for, but no auxiliary spending, like buying your lunch for at work, like auxiliary buying. Auxiliary spending. That's an interesting way of putting it. Oh, auxiliary. is that? I don't think I've never yeah, that used that fancy. term. Oh. It sounds fancy. Let's continue using that yeah, term. Yeah, should we mm-hmm. say that? Should that be the buzzword of the day? Smart. 
<laughs> oh, well, yeah, I am I real smart, What was your auxiliary spending this week, Tony? <laughs> I think that should Let's... be the title of the episode purely because I'd click on it to be like, what the hell is that? <laughs> well, okay. hang on. Should I Google it and make sure it actually means what I think it means before we put <laughs> no, it in no, the no. episode? No, no, no. Like, absolutely not because... It's actually better if you're wrong. Okay, great. Well, that's fine. We'll leave it. We'll leave it in. Um, basically, yeah. So it doesn't include any of your bills or anything. It's just everything else, like not going out and buying coffee, not buying clothes or makeup or sports equipment that you don't need or whatever. And I looked at it and I thought that would be easy, right? Because you're like, oh, I could not, not buy clothes for a month. It's not. So as we're recording this. May's just finished. Halfway through May, one of the girls that was participating in No Spend May inside of our group, so a few hundred people ended up joining our original poster and taking on this No Spend May. Halfway through the month. Which is so cool. How awesome is that that they all get together and have their little challenges? And it makes me feel bad because I'm like, oh, maybe we should have done something for that. And if you guys have any ideas on what challenges the She's on the Money team could put together for you or things you want created like we are all ears slide into our dms with your ideas because tony and i want to do more interesting stuff well i reckon we could maybe get an idea out of this but so halfway through on the 15th of may bridget posted um how is everyone going with their no spend mate and so she was halfway through and i can't believe this so inside up bank it categorizes your spending um, into good life, which is your auxiliary spending, and house, which is rent, and then it comes down to bills, which is like all your utilities and stuff. It breaks everything down into four categories. Her good life spending the month before was $1,836, which includes like dinners out and going out for drinks and all of those things. Halfway through May, in her no spend May, in her good life account, $106. Whoa. Isn't that amazing? Like $1,700 in advance. And that Uh potentially, like, does that mean she's saving that much? Well, I hope so. I hope it means that she's put that money away. $1,700 in a month. What? That's so much money. It's not sustainable every month because we have to, because, you know, we have to enjoy ourselves and treat ourselves. And it's like if you're on a really restrictive diet, you like really want an ice cream. You can't not eat ice cream forever because why would you? Yeah, I mean, Um, let's get serious. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, and you end up binging. So, like, if you stick to something like this for the long term, you'll end up blowing out and having, like, a massive blowout of spending and it's just not fun or nice. But I think these challenges where it's short term and you're just achieving a short term goal that makes you feel really good. Like why can't we do that every couple of months and go, you know what, this month I am being really restrictive because I'm going to make bank. Yeah. Or, you know, that's Absolutely. like a really good a bit of little cash for if you're saving for something or say you really, really want to buy a Gucci handbag. You're like, oh, my God, I want to save for that so I'm not going to go out to eat all month. Like pretty amazing. Um, Catherine said, I adopted a puppy, so not going very well. <laughs> so um, with lots of photos of a miniature Dachshund, which is quite cute. Oh, um, so cute. And Amelia posted a screenshot of her bank account as well and said, not great, but better than last month. Her um, cash out for the whole of April was $5,096 and her cash out for the first half of May was $1,694. <gasps> oh, as so, a percentage, that's so still nice. huge, yeah. So pretty that's good. Huge. 
But like those are big numbers. Like I yeah. thought you were going to have example of people being like, yep, she spent like, you know, $600 on going out and, you know, discretionary spending and then she spent 50 Like those are massive. Thank you so much to our community for sharing stuff like that too because, you know, it's special that they're going to share literal numbers with yeah. our community about what they're spending and what they're saving. But how motivating is it when people aren't just like, yeah, I'm doing well on my challenge, but they're actually like, check out this screenshot of how much I've saved. You're like, oh, my God, that's amazing. I'm going to try and do the same thing. Like it's the numbers that really make it tangible and really it's make so it motivating extra as well, motivating. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you see those numbers exactly. and you're like, oh, here we go. I'm so pumped for this. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of the retrospective like opposite of sitting down with your with a highlighter, looking at your bank accounts like you say to do, V. It's kind of like, oh, yeah. I didn't spend that money. It's actually in my account and I can see it and it makes you feel really good. And there was yeah, heaps absolutely. of people commenting saying that they'd saved money or it wasn't going really well but they made a bit of a difference and that's all that you know these things are just like little challenges that you can do but I think it would be really fun if we could do one like and everybody could join in yeah I think so too so if anybody's got any ideas please tag us or slide into our dms and let us know I think I've got an idea (gasps) what is it Let's do no save September where we all just blow all of our cash. No, we're not. No, 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 we can't do that because two years ago in the community. Have I misread this? You've completely misread this. I I don't think you've met the brief. Go back to the drawing board. In 2019, I actually did a challenge with the community when you guys definitely weren't nearly as big, but I did savings September and I had a really cute like chart that you could I do remember things. this. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, you're trying to suggest the exact opposite. The opposite. And yeah, okay, my mistake. Fall well. What if we, do, if we did like a, a no spend month, uh, which could be September or otherwise, but if V, I'm sure with your Excel or someone's skills, everyone entered the amount of money they saved. So then as a community, we could be at the end of the month like we oh, have saved yes, collectively could- oh $1 God, yes. million dollars or something as a group <laughs> like that. Oh, my gosh, yes, we can totally do that. <gasps> I can set up a Google spreadsheet where you guys can just add your number to a form and it will automatically update the spreadsheet. Oh, I'm going to work on this. Oh, my God, I'm, I'm so excited. I shouldn't have mentioned it. We've distracted V. We won't see her for another few weeks because she'll be working on the spreadsheet the back end. <laughs> I'm so excited about this. <laughs> can we end the podcast here or do we have to do our wins and confessions? Because I really want to talk about this. You have to this. do your wins and confessions. Okay. Tony's just so pumped to talk about the savings I- of a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I want to okay, save a million dollars. Before we go, Tony... We do want to go through our money wins or confessions. So let's fly through those before I jump back into Google spreadsheets. <laughs> Tony, what was your money win or confession this week? I've got a confession. Oh, no. But also, what is it? So like we said at the beginning of our podcast, we're in lockdown at the moment here in Melbourne, which has made everything feel really hard and, you know, the emotions compound and it just, you know, you want to buy yourself nice things. So I've done the the opposite of no spent May and I've just (laughs) been buying lots of dumb things that make me feel good, that it's not real, but it's just nice and I'm just... I don't want anybody else to feel bad that's doing this, but I've definitely been dipping into the old account to buy makeup that I can't wear at the moment because we're in lockdown. (laughs) Yeah, but if you've got, if it makes you feel good, I think that 
just take it. Lockdown is genuinely so mentally taxing and so hard. And, you know, if you're in a state that hasn't experienced this, you are so lucky, but it is such a drainer. And Tony, you and I were actually talking about this yesterday and I said, oh, the afternoons are worse. They are. It's as though you can get up in the morning and start their morning off and then the afternoons just feel really flat and, yeah, not so nice. Yeah, so it's just – it's a hard place to be in and, you know, we are so lucky that we are in a position where, you know, we're clearly still working but, you know, I guess our hearts go out to you because it is so challenging and so hard but staying home is putting everybody else in a better situation and I Mm -hmm. guess that's something that's been really helpful to me over the past couple of days and that's just, you know, knowing that if my part to play in this whole global pandemic is staying home as much as possible in the comfort of my own home, then I am literally an indecently lucky person who owes literally everything to all of the people that are working on the front lines of this. And, you know, I think that's the least we can do as much as it is really challenging. And just to add to what you were both saying, so um, I work at the radio station KISS, right? And we're doing a thing at the moment where we're like paying people's debts and stuff like that. And yeah. I reckon 90% of the people I've spoken to this week in the stations only in Melbourne, everyone said the same thing. Oh, I've just been buying stuff online. It makes me feel a bit better. I just don't know. It just gives me something to look forward to because this thing's going to arrive and every single person sounds a little bit sheepish and that they feel like they're the only one doing this silly thing. And and I tell all of them, no, 90% of the people I speak to is doing doing the exact same thing. So if you're feeling a bit guilty for some online purchases stuck at home in Melbourne, the one thing you get to do each day is go to the front door and get something that arrives. Um, just know that you're, you're not the only one. In fact, you're in the the huge majority there. So if that makes you Aww. feel a bit better about it, just know that. Thank you. <laughs> and I hope that that <laughs> makes other people feel better as well because yeah. it's a really hard time. So anyway, Ryan, do you have a money win or confession? I don't know if this is a win or confession. I thought it was a win, but after we did those savings hacks earlier where a few people mentioned just because it's on special doesn't mean you're winning, I don't know where I stand (laughs) anymore. Um, Look, my money win or confession is going to be similar, so what's yours? Yeah, well, just overall, I've spent a little bit less money, but I got a notification from Uber Eats during the week and it was like this double payday, double, double day, day Double, double day, day. Yeah. Yeah. And that came through and it's essentially whatever you, it's like two for the price is one essentially. And I got home and I was like, hey, Bridge, have a look at this. And she's like, what? So we have to, in inverted commas. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's a saving. We're saving money. It'd be cost us money not to get takeaway. And supporting small business, you ordered from a local business. I did order from a local business. I am, you know, it is a win for everyone really. I'm going back to being a winner. I'm just Very supporting local business. What a hero. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> I it. Here I am for society. All right, V, take us home. What do we got? So I have made a purchase this week that was kind of impulse. Working from home, my house is quite cold and I really wanted a new pair of Ugg boots. So I bought Ugg boots and they're not the cheapest thing in the world. Like good Ugg boots are a little bit speno and I was willing to do it. They are you can feel the difference though, right? The quality of the real original art. You absolutely well, can. And they are arguably <gasps> the most Victoria divine pair of objects oh, you've seen in your life. Uh, for anybody that can't see Victoria, which is every single person in the world right. except for Ryan and I, um, they are a pink fluffy Ugg boot with a pink bow on the back. 
<laughs> yeah, they are the most Victoria Divine pair of Ugg boots you've oh, ever God. seen. But that's you know what I was going to say, V? I was like, a pair of Ugg boots in your shoe cupboard that I have walked into. Um, I was like, I don't know if they would look the part, but now that I've seen them, they actually suit the rest of your shoe cupboard. So, um, your <laughs> shoe you, room. Thank you. I'm here all day. Um, <laughs> but I did end up saving like $80 on them because it <gasps> turns job. out I'm probably the only person who does want pink Ugg boots. Um, <laughs> so trying to get rid of them. comparison to the other normal colors, they were on sale. <laughs> Tony's lost. Which is money win for me, guys. Tony, are you I okay? Can't believe, I can't believe no one else wanted to purchase those pink Ugg boots with a pink bumper. <laughs> it's so weird, hey? No, but you know what? They're going to sell out now, <laughs> now that we've talked about them. <laughs> they are really cute, guys. Of all the brands we've worked with, this is going to be the one we're like, oh, my God, Victoria, she's the pink Ugg boot girl. <laughs> yep. Um, we're not even working with them. Like well, we in should New be. Australia, if you want to reach out. We'll put a picture of the Ugg boots up on our Instagram because they're just, they're very Victoria Divine. I love it. They You're nothing if not consistent to your brand. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't say I'm not consistent, guys. I, I'm committed to the course. I'm very committed. All right. I think that is all we have time for today. But just before we head off, we'd like to acknowledge and pay respect to Australia's Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. They're the traditional custodians of the lands, the waterways, and the skies all across Australia. We thank you for sharing and for caring for the land on which we are able to learn. We pay our respects to elders past and present, and we share our friendship and our kindness. The advice shared on Cheese on the Money is generally nature and does not consider your individual circumstances. She's on the Money exists purely for educational purposes and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. And we promise that Victoria Divine is an authorised representative of Australia Pacific Funds Management, Proprietary Limited, ABN 34132463257, AFSL 33951. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, let us know by leaving a review or send us a DM on Insta. Leave us a comment. We love to hear your feedback and your thoughts on the episode. And, of course, if you're not in the Facebook group, a lot of the stuff we talk about in Friday Drinks comes from the Facebook group. So we'd love to hear your thoughts. Just search for the She's on the Money Facebook community and join the 170,000. Are we? Is that about where we're at at the moment? We've just surpassed it, which is wild. Well, come and join the party. Oh, my God, that sounds so lame, but you know what I'm saying. Come and join us, and um, we'd love to see you in there. Thanks for listening, team. Bye. Bye.